Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. Just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Right, gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring... The Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Hello, the Internet, and welcome to this special Monday Week Trends edition for Monday, July 17th of Yeah, yeah, I'm Jack. That is Miles. Yeah. And hey, Miles, how are you doing? These are some of the things that we're trending over the weekend. Oh, oh, wow. First, I want to find out what was trending on your weekend. Oh, wow. My weekend action packed. I must say I I hung out with uh, Francesca Fiorentini and Matt Lieb and their baby, you know, doing like baby friend time type stuff, which was nice. Shout out Matt and Francesca. Uh, And then, dude, on fucking Saturday, I went to the Hollywood Bowl to see i found like found the these cheap seats like out of nowhere like on st- like one of those apps or whatever so i don't know like her majesty i'm like yo what if we hit this like concert because my mom was down to babysit we saw cool in the gang in the village people and i'm changed forever wow. i don't know what i don't know i don't know what happened to me but i will get into that as we discuss is over and underrated, underrated how i don't how know even where it in, is uh, francesca's babies how in age uh, that baby's like three months, just like about Amazing. three months different, three to four months different. That's so yeah. great. That totally determines like, yeah, we, we have a neighbor whose kids are like kind of the same age as ours and we're just yeah. like, well, we're friends for the next six it, to seven it's years. It's wild too. Cause so. like, I, you know, I fuck with Matt and Francesca and like, I do their podcasts and stuff, but you yeah, know, like podcasting like, yeah, you're stuck with the mind. No, <laughs> no, not even like that. Man. It's just like the evolution. Of th- no, but more, for, I think more for like the listener's sake, because a lot of times like we record with people, but that doesn't necessarily mean like, these are the people I hang out. Like I fuck with all these people, but like, I have my own like group of friends who like, aren't, you know, no notable by any stretch of the imagination. But like, yeah. I don't hang out with a lot of the people like that, that we talk to all the time. So it was just kind of like a nice progression to be like, you have babies same age. I have babies same age. Let's aim them at each other like Furbies <laughs> and see what happens. And like, they yeah. get along great. Amazing. Um, and I hang out with no one. So uh, for the listener, in case Every that time, wasn't clear, well, I think that's pretty clear. Cut though. to Anna and I banging on Jack's doors. We're like, <laughs> Let us in! like that get Eric out. Andre meme at the White House. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> all right, should we get into a little overrated, underrated? Yeah, 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 yeah. What do you want to start with? You want to go overrated uh, first? What do we use to do over? I don't know. I feel like uh, let's start with underrated. It gives us a okay. little, a uh, little, little nice kind of yeah. soft way, soft landing. I'll go to, first. Okay, underrated white denim jeans on grown men. <laughs> Wildly underrated. And I've been saying this. <laughs> I've been see- so again. There's a lot of my shit has to do with the shit I saw at the Hollywood Bowl. Because look, it was a lot of smooth older players coming out for the Cool in the Gang yeah. show. Like, and let me white. tell you, oh yeah, like older yeah. black men love a white pant, a white, especially denim. with some with some bejewels on. Like the, everybody on stage Ooh. had white bejeweled pants on. There were some dudes of all kinds of uh, you know ethnicities and backgrounds. There was like this weird thing where I was really trying to determine is there a is there an age where when you're wearing white denim pants it just looks like you're fucking around like you can't be taken seriously. Right. I don't know why there are some people I'm like I, I don't know sir it feels like a bridge too far with the for for your look right now just throwing the white pants on with it like skinny white jeans. Skinny white jeans. I think it reminds me of that that fucking I think you should leave sketch. Or the guy was talking about like itty bitty jeans, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, the, like white the guy denim who was a real piece. Yeah, of white shit. denim dad, itty bitty jeans. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that slick back, real nice. I saw that kind of vibe. The, the bottom half of his body and saying, "Oh man, oh those yeah, would, those would fit into some nice itty bitty white jeans." Like brother. you got, I'm, I'm sure you got some white jeans, right? I got white jeans. Yeah, I haven't worn them in a while, but they're definitely not like skinny jeans. Right, but do you think yeah. there'll come a time where you go, you know what, it's time to hang the white jeans up? I don't think so. Mm. I don't know. Like, I, I don't think of them as particularly like young clothing. I think I think of like white yeah. pants. I don't know like what a, it was. My grandma was wearing like the when I think of old people and white pants like my grandma was wearing flowy white pants oh well yeah into her i think of like those like pleated polyester white pants that like yeah. grandparents grandmothers everywhere would wear right but like because i remember like my grandfather had like white jeans but they were like dirt like they weren't like pristine but yeah. i don't know i think it was something about seeing i think there was a moment where some of these people like it was their white jeans along with their very like like it almost looked like some of these dudes in their seventies were wearing like affliction. Remember affliction? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, it was I like see a dudes. lot of like fifty to sixty something year old yeah. men wearing and I think, like who never let go of the affliction. <laughs> I know. And I think maybe somebody's like, yo, this shit was popping twenty years ago when I, you know, when my ex wife bought me some young people clothes. I will still wear them now. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, rock what you want to. Uh, mm-hmm. But I was just like, uh, the thing was, the power of them, I could not be underrated. I'm like, yeah. like it was doing something to me, and it was clearly doing something to the people that were wearing them, because they were they were energized. There you go. Um, let's see. My underrated... I got to cut... So, I think I'm, like, going to start living my life. I, you remember that Seinfeld episode where, like, Costanza just, like, does the opposite of whatever yeah. his instincts say? Mm-hmm. Like, I think I need to start doing that. Because when there's like, it's particularly with like, with regards to like going out and doing stuff, I guess, because like my instinct is always to not do anything. Right. And this weekend, we, uh, my, my entire family, we hopped in the wagon, went to uh, a boxing match in Simi Valley because we like knew a couple of people who were involved. And it was amazing. Like, it wasn't, like, amazing. Like, I I recommend everybody do this, but it was, like, a great experience of, like, it was 
a match set up outdoors in a mall parking lot. It was this oh, weird, yeah. like surreal, like carnival atmosphere. Uh, I don't know. It was just like a cool thing. I never would have like, you know, experienced if I was 100% calling the shots. Right, right, right. Um, and good, good fight. Yeah, you know, it was, <laughs> it was, well, so, I don't know, something was happening where all of the fights ended in draws, which I don't, I don't know if that's totally on the up and up, like draws seem to be pretty rare on the regular, so I don't know if like there, it was like unsanctioned, so they had to like pretend that they were all draws, so nobody like took an L Oh, it was, a, it was like a smoker? It, was, it wasn't a sanctioned fight? I don't, I don't know. I feel like whenever people at gyms invite you to watch them fight, it's a smoker. Right. Or an un- unsanctioned fight. It felt a little bit more sanctioned, a little bit more like on the up and up, but they did every every one of them was a draw. So I yeah. don't know. Everybody got a participation trophy. It feels like, um, yeah, that almost feels like a like a improv show when you do an improv <laughs> class, but for like boxing, <laughs> where it's like, hey, you come, even if you take a L, the judges aren't gonna say yeah. you took a L unless yeah. you get knocked the fuck out, in which case we can't really help you. Yeah. But like on the other side of like things, I took my kid on a, like we do these little twilight walks and we did a bird watching, which I, mm-hmm. I think I've always like instinctively um, rejected because I, I don't want to feel 90 years old. Mm-hmm. But we were just like, we were just like, let's find five different birds. Let's okay. see if we can see five yeah. different birds. Uh, I'm not going to like, we're not going to look up what the birds are. We're going to make up the names for the different birds. Um, you know, like the, a thing that I would have been too embarrassed to tell you that I right. did typically. <laughs> um, but I don't know, man, going bird watching. There's, there's a reason uh, the elderly are so into it. Cause you just like start to like, first of all, you have to like listen to them to find the different birds. You have to like listen for them. And then right. you're just like paying attention to different parts of your like surroundings, like different, you're, you're looking up into trees. You're looking up, like you're just yeah. seeing different parts of like your neighborhood that you've walked through a hundred times, but you're like seeing it through new eyes when you do right. that. So I recommend a, a find five birds bird watching walk with, with a kid. But were you just being like, oh, there's a pigeon. And you're like, <laughs> exactly. and that and yeah. that is a sparrow. Yeah. We saw two hummingbirds. I was pretty excited about that. So we, we saw one that was just yellow. That we, we you're going bird, it, like, man. The, there's some pretty good places. One. But yeah, it was it was a blast. And then like we saw that same bird later in the week, so it gave us something to talk about. Oh, okay. No. We're, we're, we're I see birds here. a lot. Yeah, here. just big dad energy. There's a there's a you should there's a spot like you'd go to like when you're like a Cub Scout. I remember in L.A. where like you see so many birds and shit. Yeah, uh, like up in up near Pasadena. Anyway, there's a house with a bird, uh, hummingbird feeder in our neighborhood that is just swarming. It's just lousy right, right. with those suckers. Um, those <laughs> things are really cool. I mean, my real underrated for all time is hummingbirds. Right. <laughs> what uh what's something you think is overrated? Just like, just to that point, when I'm high and I see a hummingbird, I try and get my slow motion video camera out so quick. Yeah. I have like 18 videos of hummingbirds in that like I've motion. hastily gotten. I'm like, oh my God, you can <laughs> really see how fast it goes when you put the slow motion camera on. I'm so 
The Very three worst amused. videos on my phone are attempts at taking a video of a hummingbird in slow motion. <laughs> I never <laughs> catch them. I never catch them. My kids are now like, get get the camera out, go, go let's do let's do slow motion. Oh my and god, it's just for real, a, a tiny dot flying away. Fantastic. All right, overrated. You got an overrated? Overrated. I don't know if it's overrated or under. I saw the village people. Okay, so I saw Cool in the Gang. Cool in the Gang are fucking amazing. You know, amazing. seminal f- artists like the cool, you know, the original cool uh, who's on base now. Just legends. And all yeah. their fu- their whole catalog is fucking hits. That's what I know. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I know what I'm going to get with Cool in the Gang. Especially when they did like a 10-minute version of Summertime and everybody was just soloing. And I was like, oh, yes, please go, go, yeah. go. But the village people opened, right? And I was like, this will be fun for like a laugh. You know, like, what's up with the village people? Like, and in my mind, I'm like, okay, they got three songs, YMCA, Macho Man, and In the Navy. That's like Mm -hmm. all I can say, like, off top uh, of, like, the songs that I really remember. But let me tell you something. I was not prepared for how how bummed out I was going to be by seeing the village people. (laughs) First of all, like, I, I forget, really, that the village people was like, one guy who actually did the singing and then like animatronic dudes in costumes behind him. Is that real? Yeah, like the cowboy, the biker, they don't sing. They were just like, yeah, they were just people that in costume. It was they were like just a, in costume. A, a yeah. Disney characters. 100%. I also had no idea that like they were like a, they were created basically by French producers. Uh, so I was like, okay, I didn't realize any of like the background of it. But the main singer has been like the same guy, this dude, Victor Willis. And he came out, he's 72 years old, and God bless him, I thought he was going to pass out up there. Ooh. Because, like, he would be like, in the Navy! <laughs> like, <laughs> really, like, he would have to gather his, like, like breath to hit some of these notes. And then, like, the depictions of the people, they still got that Native American up there. Wow. With the wild, Sticking like, the most flagrant, it. offensive motherfucking costume when they introduced the band, like the lead singer came out last. The first village person came out was a Native American. Wow. And I was like, I was groaning. And then the other like older people who were there for like the vibes were like, oh, yes, I remember <laughs> you. And then like everybody in the background, I don't know how the people are cast anymore because it's not they're, they're not older. Like they're all younger dudes. Like, oh, OK, like it's like a hot cowboy now. And like a, the biker was so buff he couldn't dance. And it was like, and he was fucking up the choreography. Like, there's a part where in the Navy goes, they want you, they want you, they want you, and the whole crew. There's like this clapping part, right? This yeah. man could not do the clapping, and it was yeah. fucking him up so bad. I was like, oh no, 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 no. Um, it Most felt like basic. a Darren Aronofsky movie, basically, where I was like, what is happening after the lights go down and they take those costumes off? Who are these people? Right. So it's Native American cop cowboy. Cowboy, yeah, construction always worker. Been there? Yeah, cowboy's always been there. Biker construction worker is yep. that the? Yep. Okay, and then a guy like in a military uniform, like an officer. And, okay, which was hilarious because that's dude, the dude who played the officer. He was like this older black guy who looked over it, like he was like, "Man, I can't believe I'm still doing this shit up here." <laughs> like he, his energy was like foul, but like yeah. he was still, you know, it was still a gig. And there was a moment where he comes up to introduce the other village people while the lead singer took a rest. And the first words out of the the this dude who's about to do is like, he's like, I just want to introduce everybody. But before I do that, I just want to say 
uh, I love you to my wife out there in the audience. I've been yes. with her for 20 years. I was like, wow, this guy had to just underline his heterosexuality with like a fucking Sharpie. Oh, yeah, yeah. The second of he came up, the first thing he's like, yeah, so I'm married to a woman. Uh, but anyway, I'm the, I'm the soldier. Let's give a shout out to uh, our biker and everything. But yeah, it's wild, though, to see YMCA go off live and then like even cool in the gang I when mean, they Trump do celebration. That it's wild yeah. to see YMCA go off live. Yeah, but like, but to see like the village people do YMCA and Cool in the Gang do celebration, you feel like you're on like the most potent cruise ship yeah. performance ever because everyone's like, ah! and like, but it's the real people doing it. So yeah, that's exciting. Shout out them. What, like there is some weird conservative code, like the fact that there's still a cop, the fact that there's like a military officer. I don't know if yeah. that was just if that was ironic in the 70s or what, what was happening i think it was just to be because like you know they were way? it's like a, a nod to like greenwich village yeah. and like the gay neighborhood there and i think maybe just say like yo like you know this this is what everybody construction everybody workers, military everybody, police everybody. cowboys um my overrated is just smoke detector technology feels like um <laughs> Not that I don't think we should use smoke detectors or carbon monoxide detectors, but I just feel like the tech industry has been iterating on smartphones for years. There's like oh. a new like smartphone with a minor feature upgrade that like gets announced. Like why do smoke detectors still have one button? And like we got woken up at five this morning by like three sh shrill blasts from our smoke detector went up checked it that was not one of the options right <laughs> you know it was like uh you know four blasts carbon monoxide problem three blasts uh nothing that's not on there and right like persistent beeping it's a fire get out of the house <laughs> um it just fe it feels like we've been working with the same smoke detectors since i was a child like, yeah and it's it's the the means of communication is still like morse code you know yeah and just it's, shrieky beeps yeah shrieky beeps and which is weird too because we see how how used to the low battery beep americans get used to yeah. myself included when i was yeah. in college man i just i i remember like one of my first apartments i think i lived there for it took like a, a romantic interest to like point it out and be like really question me about it that i was like oh yeah this is like I'm fucking up by not it's giving a fuck about the, this. Yeah. It's annoying. It's, I, I think it's one of the most revealing things about like hu the human mind is our ability to get used to smoke detector beeps because like somebody who lives at the place who's hearing it all day, every day, it just does not exist for them. We can yeah. get used to everything. I remember I noticed about. once when it stopped beeping. <laughs> You're like, wait, what the fuck? And I was like, oh shit, the battery really went out. <laughs> Like I feel he can't lonely? even do the death beep. Yeah. <laughs> Please, somebody. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, like in Europe, I think it's they're they're required in most countries. I wonder if there's like are are other countries doing it better? You yeah, know, I don't know. Is it why why have we just stopped with this one model? Maybe 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 they've looked into it and they're like, no, this is this is the best one. But right. I think I, there's also like something with like radiation in there. So maybe maybe it's just you don't want to fuck with it too much. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like there's I know a special in, disposal that you're supposed to do when your your smoke detector is done. In España, they're not obligated to have one legally. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn. Well, look at that. Yeah. They're they're more 
advanced than us. I, guess. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't. Is there? I don't. If I'm like, what is the most futuristic way to to, to solve a fire issue? And it's probably just to have like automatic sprinklers. If, yeah. if you didn't want to have you keep that, a canary but, in every room in your house. Yes, 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 yes. 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 That's the way. A canary in every room. All right, let's take a quick break and we'll come back and get into some of the news from the weekend. We'll be right back. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course, and... Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. And we're back. And we got some election updates for you folks. Yeah, a lot of a lot happening or not happening of yeah. consequence, I guess. But uh let's see. We'll talk about Ron DeSantis, Joe Manchin, RFK. Let's talk about Ron Ron D Meatball Rob. Uh so he is switching things up early in his campaign. Uh because after he did not announcing like those Fox News appearances. Uh, and they don't and they don't stop either. They're like, why how like why is it that you're fucking up so bad? Like yeah. those appearances have not ceased. But yeah, ever since he announced in May, the whole candidacy has just been a long, slow fart. Yeah. Which is like, I guess, noticeable because it's long and slow. But again, not much to talk about because it is a fart at the end of the day. Uh, he poll numbers, quick chirps that people yeah. will get used to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like a like a smoke detector. Farts every minute on the minute. That's what yeah. I, I. That's how I've found to deal with my flashlights. People just you know get used to it. It becomes yeah. part of their background. They set their watch. They set their watch to the farts. <laughs> uh, but poll numbers have been falling. The donations have been drying up a bit from the big fish. Uh, apparently, like the biggest hole, like when you look at his fundraising. It it shows like where the energy is. He has barely any small dollar donations. Like it's yeah. it's like the thousands of dollars and up because 
uh, those people are currently getting their money stolen by Donald Trump, uh, yeah. who has a strangle. Like his average is like thirty three dollars. Trumps, so he's got from like yeah, yeah. Like that's like the yeah. Our, our theory is that like he's always been kind of a mainstream media, or like my theory is that he's always been a mainstream media uh, creation. That is like they they liked the idea of this. They needed somebody to be like, what if Trump but smart? But like he's just not very popular with oh yeah with like he doesn't have the you know support on the ground he doesn't have the boots he's and he's doubling down like the culture war shit that's like really putting a lot of people off because rupert murdoch of fox was famously like really into the idea of getting desantis in there instead of trump yeah and now now they're gonna turn on him because they've they've officially given up and they're like yeah he's like you're meatball rob i'm sorry dude uh you're also like destroying your own state like to spite people outside of the state which is makes no sense like for all the records that he touts of like yeah florida is the fastest growing it's like it's actually shedding the most people of any state especially when you look at younger people uh but now apparently murdoch wants glenn youngkin the governor from virginia to maybe take a stab at it okay so anyway this has led to meatball rob he's cutting staff He's changing up his media strategy, which I guess means he's expanding his outreach beyond like the right wing echo chamber. He's talking to CNN now. So we'll, I'm sure those appearances will be real fucking interesting when he goes on a like slightly less right wing uh, network where a journalist might ask a question. So, but yeah, I mean, they, yeah, I mean, it's always made sense that he would like kind of temper all the right far right wing shit and like try and be the like leftward tacking candidate. So maybe mm-hmm. that is what he's going to do when he like goes on CNN. But I can't imagine like CNN's going to just not ask him questions about all the like, or that fucking video shit he's doing. They're going to be like, sir, what's up with that video? What, <laughs> what happened there? Because now, like, you're seeing, like, there's, like, some dark money group spending money to to advertise Trump as a trans trailblazer. Oh, wow. And I'm like, that sounds like a hit from the right that I've seen from the DeSantis crew. And, you know, it doesn't seem to be getting you any kind of traction. Thank God. Turns out people don't give that much of a shit about that. That's just... Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Joe Manchin, not much to say here, but he is making candidate-type noises. Uh, and he's going to be in New Hampshire tonight, Monday, where he's set to address members of the No Labels organization. Oh, uh, that is just made up of establishment hacks uh, from both parties. But they're clearly there to represent the interests of like some very wealthy people. And they say they keep doing this thing. We're like, we're not going to be a spoiler. We would never do that. That's not what we're trying to do. If the po- like we just see that both parties are really dissatisfied with the options they have going into November 2024. And look, if the polling shows that our candidacies or one of our candidates or our candidate is going to split the vote for either party, we're going to refrain. We're going to pull out. Don't worry. So what I mean, that seems to be them saying like the whole reason for us, like our any power that we have, if we find ourselves wielding that power in any way, we right. will completely pull out. So they are, uh, you know, not being totally honest, I think, the no, no. labels organization, which no. is shocking coming from a party, uh, you With know, Joe Lieberman as by the fuck face. boys, for fuck boys. Yeah. It's also like, this is my theory, is that what they're going to do is probably just, they're just going to try and get concessions from Democrats. Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to get them from Republicans. They're going to just, the only people who are like, 
What, what about what's going to happen? It's the DNC. And right. if they see Joe Manchin getting any kind of numbers, especially in places that might be tough, you know, like like in Arizona or something like that for Biden, then that's probably going to be a way to subtly be like, maybe you need to move to the right a little bit more with some of these policies. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. there. And then we have RFK Jr. Who <laughs> he had a bad dinner. That dinner where the guy, the, the two guys got into a shouting match and then one of them started farting really loud I'm and farting. screamed, I'm farting yeah. to like punctuate the argument. Well, about climate out, change. Meanwhile, remember he got upset that the guy was being serious about climate change, and the one farting right. wanted climate change to be uh, addressed. The climate as a conspiracy hoax, hoax yeah. is what he wanted it addressed as, and he's now farting. So it turns out the fart-based fight wasn't the worst moment that evening because the New York Post uh, published a video taken from the dinner in which Kennedy rants about ethnically targeted bioweapons suggesting that COVID-19 is targeted to attack Caucasians um, and black people. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, here, let's, we should just, this video, like, we, luckily we have a human being sitting right next to RFK where we can gauge his facial reactions <laughs> to just see if he's lost the room at all with this yeah. rant. About bioweapons. Talking about bioweapons. I know a lot now about bioweapons because I've been doing a book on it for the past two and a half years. And, um, uh, and you know, the, the, what we, the technology that we now have to develop these micro, we have, we've put hundreds of millions of dollars into uh, ethnically targeted microbes. The Chinese have done the same thing. In fact, COVID-19, there's an argument that it is ethnically targeted. COVID-19 attacks certain races um, disproportionately. Dude, this guy just left. The guy can, to the... To he's, now, right. he's now in the squinting eyes phase. He first, when he said ethnically targeted, he his eyes went up like, huh? And now yeah. he's narrowing his eyes like, the fuck you talking about, Willis? <laughs> The, uh, the, the, the races that are most immune, immune to COVID-19 are because of the, of the structure of the, of, um, the genetic structure, of genetic differentials among different races of the, um, of the receptors. He's the struggling. Receptor. Is he? Um, COVID-19 his eyes is targeted to attack uh, Caucasians and and uh, and uh, black people, the people who are most immune are Asiatic Jews and uh, and Chinese. And but we don't know the other. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so after he said to him, COVID was targeting, uh, like, is apparently the people immune to COVID were Ashkenazi Jews and the Chinese. He literally said, oh, yeah. oh that's he news to me, up. motherfucker. Hmm. So that's spicy. what you're going with. Wow. Uh, unbelievable. I mean, I think wow. a lot of people have been writing. They're like, for all the conspiracy theories that this man dabbles in. We're, like people were really surprised. Like when does when does the anti-Semitism come up? Because that's right. like that's the foundation of so many conspiracy theories. Like they always bend towards. They that, always right? go back to anti-Semitism. You may leave the station. It's like a loop. You know, like you yeah. may the the anti-Semitism anti-Semitism station may have been behind you, but when you come back around, you're gonna hit that yeah. one eventually. And you're on a big tour around the conspiracy theories where you're telling people, I don't have an anti-Semitic bone in my body. 
and then you're saying that the Chinese and the Jews are immune to COVID-19. Whoa, you ever notice that? Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. And he's like pointing. So then now people rightfully are like, what in the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> because yeah. like many people will tell you, uh, you know, as, as far as we know, documented a million Chinese people have died of COVID. I'm not sure where that immunity comes from or what he's referring to. But he's like, they got it all wrong. You guys are misconstruing my words. Yeah. He, he later defended his comments and said, like, I've never, ever suggested the COVID-19 virus was targeted to spare Jews. I mean, we just heard what he said. Like, I, I don't know if he knew he did that, but that, I don't know if he planned to do that. But that's certainly what came out of his mouth. He also, like, does the thing, he, like, he seems to be talking with his eyes closed a lot of the time. Like yeah. he's just like looking for the words inside him yeah. to, and it's, does, I don't know. I, I don't think he's a serious presidential candidate. Miles. No. After seeing this video, I'm starting to have my doubts. I mean, look, I agree with him on a couple things, so I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to put these other heinous statements out of my mind. I'm just saying, do your own research, do your own research. But yeah, like that, that whole defense, what he like just doubles down because he's like, it's actually more groups. There's also ethnic Finns that yeah. are also immune. Like, what the hell are you saying? He exploited this off the record conversation to smear me by association. Oh, so it was off the record. So this is just how you talk when you don't think the media is paying attention. So that makes it better. Or that yeah, tells I mean, us what's off the, the truth re- about what your what your ultimate goal is here. You're a, you're at a fundraising. It's so funny. Remember how people were saying like too, like while the whole fart thing was going on, like I was just really calm and just kind of like laid back. Yeah. Like I wonder if that's just him. Like because he he does have this like sort of reclined. Let me close my eyes, Mike Pence kind of thing going on. Yeah, yeah. Where he's just disassociating from the the world around him. Yeah. And, absolutely. You know. Yeah. Hey, we 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 all do what we can to disassociate from the world around us. But this uh, closing your eyes and then spouting anti-Semitic. Uh, His whole thing is just like he's like, I'm just saying great. it's a saying that I saw a report that there is such a thing as a targeted bioweapon. Right. OK. And then that's so ipso facto. The, the Jews are immune to COVID? Like, right. please, sir. Jesus Christ. But hey, there he is. Cheryl Hines, is, come get your mans. <laughs> All right. Let's take uh, one more break and we'll be right back. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course, and Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island. 
and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. And we're back. We're back. And, I mean, the big story over the weekend was heat waves completely fucking up the United States uh, over the last week, continuing to continue to fuck up the entire globe. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Miles, you were pointing out something that is a really good point. The pictures that they show with this devastation look a lot. They look fun. Yeah. I, so like over the, I remember even last summer and like just the lead up to this summer, there are a lot of things where it's like, tips on how to beat the heat like there's stuff yeah. like that that i mean like here's how like the people that live in madrid deal with their sweltering summers and it's just like basically being like yeah don't go outside when it's fucking hot yeah just you know <laughs> right. be be careful with yourself like then uh when it gets a little bit cooler then maybe do some outdoor shit but your body can't really handle it and then like you saw like engineers talking about how to make like your fans work more efficiently or blow cooler air etc cetera, etc cetera. And it was weird because the thing grumbling like beneath the surface of all this stuff is the climate is changing and we're expecting the highest temperatures we've ever seen ever. And Molly Taft at the New Republic pointed out something that like I also failed to connect like of like around all this like sort of like fun sort of energy around these heat waves is like, yeah, the news is absolutely like ill equipped to talk about this. Like when there are fires or storms. We see this intense imagery of shit burning and fucking flooding and like all this catastrophic shit that they love to broadcast because that's, you know, it's a sensational aspect of broadcast news. But then when you when it comes to heat waves, all you see is shit like people at the beach or like yeah. kids playing with hoses, like open fire hydrants, like fun shit yeah. rather than like fun accurately shit. cool shit, slick shit. You know what I mean? That's what you come <laughs> here like for Garth Brooks's face during work. a climate crisis yeah. where I'll post other things that'll distract you. Like, I mean, just for context, extreme heat is the deadliest weather related event in the United States. It kills more people than tornadoes or hurricanes combined. Right. Federal agencies report about 700 Americans die each year from extreme heat. But some studies estimate that figure could be closer to 1,300 deaths a year. Hell yeah. Because, you know, it's knocking out power grids. It's, you know. And what, like, like, what it does to your body if you, like, go into, like, a, you know, like, get heat stroke or something like that. So, you know, the the energy is very, uh, it does not match what the situation is. Because rather than, you know, depicting, accurately depicting the situation where, like, 
the the poor, immunocompromised, elderly, and like workers are like living in this like fucked up world, like to just show like, yeah, and people are staying cool at the beach. Be like this all weekend. the if all the pictures from like tornado or hurricane hurricanes were of people like in shelters like like fun stuff to do in your basement yeah fun like playing bingo with their grandparents in the basement you know it's like Like, what about what's happening outside there oh it's all fucked up yeah it's it's bad out there it's really bad but yeah i guess guess because it's like not that photo photographable like the devastation is not that because it's so it's not Again, because otherwise you'd have to really like reckon with that and do a story about like elderly people who their fucking power goes out and they're left to to die, essentially. Uh, And they don't want to do that. So it's like we completely do this other thing. Media Matters did an analysis of like just the coverage of the heat wave in Texas earlier in the month. Only 5% of national TV news segments even uttered the words climate change. Right. It's just like, oh, wow, it's going to be a really hot summer, I guess. Like, what are, what the fuck are we doing? And there's clearly a relationship between, like, our own inability as human beings and, like, society to, like, have a reckoning with our ecological situation um, and the media's. But, like, we're also kind of getting another example of, like, how insulated newsrooms are. Like, I guess, like, literally at this point, too, that they're living in a world where the answer to record-breaking heat is probably more like, I don't know, hit the beach. Or just turn yeah. the AC on rather yeah. than like there are people who cannot do that. There are people yeah. who cannot afford to do that. There are people who are not even being considered when all of this shit is happening. So, yeah, a little bit of a grim aspect to like everything uh, we were seeing over the weekend. But yeah. Yeah. Well, that there's also the Death Valley tourists. Did you see like yes. that was a big story? That's always that was been like a thing. how yeah. they chose to do it because like if you if you want to show the danger, you have to show like idiots walking into the danger willingly. Yeah. Um, so it became like a a thing that people were seeking out. I don't I don't know how widespread this is. This could be like a dozen Instagram. No, people did this. People I know people who come from like Japan. And they're like, I really want to go to Death Valley. Just to like, like feel. I think just to, it's partially hell. because like they want to see, because there are some cool stuff to see there. Like if you're into photography, but also it is like part of it. It's like, it really gets that hot there. I think a lot of people just, it's, we have that morbid fascination on some level. Yeah. So one, one thing the media does do, they, they do always call the heat waves punishing. So yeah, they, at least they let us know we are being biblically punished for our bad behavior. Yes, yes. Uh, sorry, God. In, sorry, God. Sorry. But um, yeah, it's become a tourist hotspot with people who are like going there and trying to take a picture in front of the thermometer as yeah. it records the apocalypse. <laughs> like there's, there's, I, I guess the record, the world record for like the hottest point in the history of the planet is in Death Valley. Uh, it was measured in 1913 at 134 degrees. Um, but then people, the the real heads are like, that guy was making it up. That was that guy wasn't a real wet. <laughs> he wasn't a real hottest point in the history of the earth. Yeah, a little wet brain, if you know what he I mean. He was new. And yeah, so a lot of people believe that the weather observer at that time fudged the numbers because, <laughs> you know, TV didn't exist and there was nothing else to do for fun. Right, right, right. But it... Yeah, in terms of reliably measured temperatures, the record is 130 degrees, also set in Death Valley in 2020 and 2021. Uh, Also, there's a picture of an influencer taking a selfie in front of one that says 131 degrees Fahrenheit. So I don't know if 
that thermometer is not accurate or, or what's yeah, it going must on. be also like that's i get like the like you want to flick it up and demonstrate they're in the hottest place on earth i've i remember when i used to do like production i shot a music video in death valley that wasn't even like the summer yet it was like like may and i remember opening the door like at 2 p like you know when you can touch the windows and like the yeah. windows are fucking hot as shit yeah it's like an oven door yeah like i'm like almost burned my elbow on the fucking window and i remember i opened the door and how oppressive the heat was the last thing i want to do is go fucking take a picture i was like so overwhelmed it was punishing yeah. like to be in something punishing. that's like 100, 100 and punished. 115 plus to, no, 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 no 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 yeah the but, um someone died like a real tall thermometer there too or did that go away World's oh, there's one on the drive to uh to Vegas. Okay. Yeah, that's in Baker. Baker yeah, yeah, yeah. There. Baker. Baker has the, the big giant one. But yeah, the I think someone died last week in Death Valley. Oh, yeah. Because I mean, a tourist was trying to take inevitable. a picture and they were just found in their fucking car. Yeah. No, it's so dangerous. Like it, it will kill you so quickly, temperatures at that level. Like the bot the human body like is not meant to exist at temperatures that high without immediate relief yeah so like you're really putting yourself in danger by going out there yeah 65 year and old you're man your car's ability to like function in danger like cars aren't built to drive a, those temperatures because they haven't existed on earth for throughout the course yeah. of the history of the planet so and you're not like unless like a volcanologist like designed it to be like i built all these heat shields around yeah. it so like it can still function it, it's bad but yeah this uh, um, a man who's 65 years old san diego guy was found just apparently, you know, from dead, from uh, yeah. heat exposure. Yeah. I mean, it is a very common way to go. It's very dangerous. Uh, hopefully, you know, no nobody is going out there and trying to flick it up. We, yeah. You, you can Photoshop yourself into that picture. If you want, yeah, like, I'll do it for you. Yeah. And we can make it say anything. We can say 3,000 degrees if you want. Yeah. Couple follow ups. Aspartame um, continues uh, to be the Sphinx riddle of our time. I think we talked on an episode uh, last week about how there was this new World Health Organization study um, that seemed to like cut in two different directions. There was like one that was saying, you know, it could be linked to, it is not a major concern at the doses which are commonly used. And be, they really focused on like, the the fact that if you are talking about drinking 12 diet cokes a day every day mm -hmm. like that could talk be bad. to us that, yeah. that could be bad but then there was also another one that just uh like another world health organization linked agency that came out and said it was possibly carcinogenic so i don't know this just continues to be the sphinx riddle of our time because it's there there is no objective truth i'm like well go, let's get below all the level layers of objective truth but like all the studies are either funded by like i'm sure big sugar or right or the or you know the companies big, that big are Spartame. profiting off of aspartame yeah um my wife and i have like a rolling conversation about aspartame because like i still enjoy the occasional diet coke with mm -hmm. the occasional you know three diet coke day sprinkled in when i'm feeling particularly you know a little punchy. zany yeah a little zany um it's <laughs> like that's usually what i drink when we're like out and other people are drinking i'll have a diet coke but um or pepsi she, dear god oh god vegas when we're in vegas so Why many uh, diet pepsi? pepsis what Which diet pepsi doesn't have aspartame but 
Um, it, wait, it doesn't? But Pepsi Zero Sugar does, which is, that's a, I don't know. I'm th- we're so afflicted with these zero calorie drinks that like, I it's know. like there's seven kinds based on like how much caffeine or which chemicals you'd like or not like to ingest. Yeah. Yeah. But she thinks I should drink it never, which, you know, well, I should, and she thinks I should listen to her because she's a doctor. doctor um, who specializes but- in carcinogenic sweeteners. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but what's your counter to that? Like, you're like, well, what should I be? You want me to just drink straight up high fructose corn syrup? It's so good, is my counter. I don't understand. It just tastes it's so good. Like- no, I think it's a. Uh, so I was going off of, you know, that when when you look at the aspartame studies from like that really caused the backlash in like the 80s and 90s. Um, it was based on giving the the lab rats and the mice that they tested on just you know, what would be the equivalent of so much, you know, more more aspartame than anyone is going to consume that I, that I am like in danger of consuming, um, which seems to be, so that was why I was like, ha ha, we, we have a breakthrough on this one because that seems to be the logic of, you know, the agency that was like, it's actually like, you're, you're probably fine. Was like, you would need to drink, a 12 pack of diet Coke every single day for the rest of your life for this to become the thing that they're talking about when they say it's a possible carcinogen. But the way the media has seemed to take those two studies is like, there's a Vox story from over the weekend. that was, will diet soda, yogurt and cereal disappear from stores. And I can't tell if that's like big sugar, if that's like the anxiety media bias we talked about on last week's uh, Tuesday episode or if those stories are right and it's a carcinogen and why would you even fuck with it? And, you know, I'm just biased because I like to drink. Because it tastes Coke. good. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't think I'm ever getting to the bottom of this. If anybody has. Jack, just like, get with the time and start doing cocaine like the rest of the planet. <laughs> no, the rest of us. <laughs> like, like, what the fuck? Like the next set, it's like, actually cocaine, it's actually better than aspartame. It's actually pretty cool pretty cool just put it in your uh put in your dc but yeah i i i get it uh for for those of us that have like a a little treat that we like to indulge in you know sometimes it could be hard yeah i mean yeah just i i guess don't drink 12 diet cokes a day uh every day i think is my takeaway which i wasn't planning you know someone's you know someone's doing that out there though too you know what i mean yeah like, cause I've, I, I, I I've knew seen people it. who would smash, dude, I used to, I used to kick it with this one dude, this English dude who would keep a two liter bottle of Coke next to his bed. Yeah. And like pound that shit through the night. And like That's, just all day, like always had like a, that thing on him. And that thing was a two liter bottle of Coke. I was like, this is so wild. Uh, like the double gulps, those like massive things that you see in 7-Elevens or like truckers kind of drive like the things that are like the size of uh, you know you could keep a full aquarium alive inside of them Absolutely, um, those are 50 ounces so you would have to drink two of those and then an additional 20 ounces of Diet Coke every <sighs> day oh no 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 that's yeah that's too much yeah Never mind. I'm just going to drink water. Nah. 
<laughs> I only started drinking water more because I because someone where, I knew got kidney stones. Lobbies, come on, people. Yeah, where is the anti-water lobby? Yeah, I guess it's just boring. The, yeah, like big big agriculture technically because they're like just just let us have it. Yeah, and finally, uh, Mickey Mouse is a scab. Full we on fucking knew that scab. Fucking scab. So uh, Oppenheimer's red carpet event in New York was canceled once uh, SAG joined the WGA in striking. Yep. Uh, and we're going to talk about that a little bit more on tomorrow's episode. Um, but Disney decided to go full steam ahead with their lavish premiere for the Haunted Mansion. And since SAG strike deadlines or guidelines prohibit promotional activity, including premieres, None of the film stars could show up. So Tiffany Haddish, Lakeith Stanfield, Danny DeVito, no, none of them can show up. But Mickey Mouse could go. It was <laughs> Disney. And Disney cast members, as they like to call them, uh, are not actual cast members. No. Uh, They're employees of Disney. And so they're not SAG. And so they just rounded up their... You know, the people that you would normally see at Disney World and Disneyland. What a dystopian nightmare. Like, the way that Variety was trying to seriously act like this was normal. They're like... Ingenious. The the tweet, the fictional character Cruella DeVille has arrived at the hashtag Haunted Mansion premiere in Disneyland. Cruella is walking the red carpet and like opening her jacket as if she's been like, who are you wearing tonight kind of thing. And it's like this person who's just been like, man, I had a another shift just to and she said I didn't catch their names before I skinned them who am I wearing <laughs> that's a 101 Dalmatians joke is Folks. that from is that from the, the movie no oh you just should be you embodied you used AI to write that's in the right. voice of Cruella my brain AI <laughs> and then like Mickey and Minnie were wearing like Victorian garb like the fuck yeah it's weird. Yeah. It's very strange. Um, I I do think that this is probably like good for the writers and the strikers because now they can use an iconic character as the face of scabbing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But yes, yeah. It, like, pe- people think it might backfire on on them for for that reason. Like, at, Variety like clearly was hearing from Bob Iger and Bob Iger's people because they fully framed it up like this was a master stroke. It was not an L. Yeah. This was and, a big L. Sorry, yeah. folks. Yeah. Well, but coming I mean, off the heels of Bob Iger's like dickish comments about the strike at the end of last week. It's not realistic that they want yeah. more money. It's not realistic. Yeah. They're just being unrealistic. It's a bad time for me. And he's like coming from like a mansion in Sun Valley or something. You yeah. Know? Sun Valley. Interesting pick. Isn't that where it is in Idaho? Oh, I thought there's a spot in the valley called Sun Valley. And I was like, bro, that I don't know about Sun. I don't know about that Sun Valley. <laughs> okay. Makes sense. <laughs> oh, yeah. In Idaho. <laughs> oh, yeah. They really are. Go- oh, wow, I didn't realize that was the spot all the be- the billionaires are going to right now. Yeah. They're hanging out at Sun Valley. Uh Hell right yeah. next to Hidden Valley Ranch. That's as much as I like. I, I'm that aware of what Sun Valley is. Is I think it might be because wasn't that picture like the Kristen Bell picture with all the famous like Friends cast members hanging out together? Wasn't that in Idaho or oh, one of those that? places? Was it? it was. It was like in the Great 
west, right? Like in that in that area, that seems to be where they've retreated. Wow. Also, this is another little tidbit coming from that because like all these billionaires are getting together in Sun Valley and what they call like summer camp for billionaires. Yeah. Warren Buffett's wife Astrid Buffett was heard quote complaining about the price of a cup of coffee at four dollars. Wow. I mean, they're well, that's very his like thing, right. I mean, yeah, they they live. I've I've driven by his house in Omaha. It's like, yeah. it looks like some shit you'd see in Hancock Park. Like, it's not like a fucking palatial yeah, estate or anything. And he, like, I think he eats McDonald's breakfast all the day, all the time, while yeah. he just hoards all his ungodly amounts of wealth. So please be okay with this billionaire because he is cheaper than most, even though he right. has the same amount of money and doing same kind of destruction. But apparently, she said she could get a pound of coffee for that much money somewhere. There you go. Especially. If you go right to the source and just fly down on your PJ. Right yeah, down exactly. Guatemala. I mean, like, yeah. look at them as a couple. Like, they're, this, their outfits are not screaming money. Not even <laughs> stealth wealth. You know what I mean? Like, this yeah. is just motherfucker wearing dockers and shit. And she got, like, cargo pants on from 2006. But they still go to the summer camp for billionaires. <laughs> yeah, and I wonder if, like, people just make fun of them. Because they're just like, I wonder what their outlook is. They're like, oh, my God, what are they dressed so gaudy? I just want a cotton t-shirt and some khakis. <laughs> it's all simple things. That would be great if he wore, because, like, what, what he's wearing is actually, like, the rich guy thing to, like, be unassuming. Right. Like, if he wore, like, really gaudy, like, huge labels, like a giant, like, Chanel logo on his like t-shirt or something <laughs> like a Balenciaga <laughs> all over print <laughs> that would be the way to like really upset the your fellow campers Could at the air camp oh also like if you want to just get torn down by like youth twitter some billionaire pulling up and some like real fucking designer garbs oh anyway yeah all right the wizard of omaha just keep it simple man stay in the shadows bro that's right um, all right, those are some of the things that are trending on this Monday morning. We are back tomorrow with a whole ass episode of the show. Yeah. Until then, be kind to each other, be kind to yourselves, yes. get the vaccine, yes. stay cool, don't do nothing about white supremacy, and we will talk to you all tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. 
But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com.